y'all. Welcome to Cross Politic on a Sunday special. Pastor Toby Chuck Knox, I'm the water boy. It's good to be with you. Canada! Mm. What is going on? Oh, Canada. Are we going into a Republican wave or a third COVID wave? I don't Oh, I, I don't know. Whoa. Could be the same thing. I, I don't know. the same thing. Make sure you guys can <laughs> same thing. That's <laughs> yeah. funny. Catch us on the road with our Liberty Tour. Go to crosspolitic.com forward slash Liberty Tour and see all the events that we got going on next couple months coming up. So, mm. yes, sir. Join the club. It's no secret we are in a cultural battle. But what is brewing, and this is something you might not be aware of, is that we're in an economic war. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Right now, in Canada, Blackface Trudeau, um, I got a slide for you. There we go, just oh, real quick. Real quick. With his there we go, slide. Blackface Trudeau. All right, oh. there we go. Um, oh. <laughs> he just authorized the Emergencies Act, which gives banks power to freeze Freedom Convoy protesters' bank accounts with no civil liability. So the banks can cancel their accounts, no civil ramifications from it. Right. This past week, I heard from reliable friends on the ground that banks were calling people who had char- uh, from people who had charged hotel rooms to their card because this protest coming this weekend. Oh, so they're going to Ottawa. Or going to Ottawa. <laughs> asking them if they were going to be joining the protest. Yeah, none of your business. <laughs> Make a run on the banks, people. And, and so they're going to cancel those people's accounts. That's basically right, what the phone right, calls right, were. Right. Pull your money out. Yeah. I, that's what we should do. Yeah. Make a run on the banks. Because at this point, cash is king. Bitcoin is safer. But the RCMPs, that's the Royal Canadian, Canadian Mounted Police, yep, have identified 30 specific cryptocurrency wallets addresses linked to the ongoing trucker protests right now wow. in the country. Wow. And the RCMP has asked any information about a transaction or proposed transaction in respect of these addresses to be disclosed immediately <laughs> to the commissioner. Okay. Of the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, the RCMP. <laughs> look, look at my face. Yeah. No. Yeah, exactly. No. You, you pick a day, we both be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Okay. So you think this is just our crazy cousins to the north? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. We, there's actually been this going on here, here in the U.S. What? This is happening here, too. But our banks don't need the government to force them to cancel their clients. Our banks are doing it all on their own volition. <laughs> what? Mike Lindell, the my pillow guy, yeah. had eight. Oh, I think he had eight bank accounts canceled by Minnesota Bank Trust. Oh, you that, know, up there. Oh man! Citing this is what the bank cited because the bank said Mike was a reputation risk. So if you're banking with Minnesota Bank and Trust, go get your money. Go get your money. Go get your money. And don't forget our friends over at Gabby. I think they had five banks cancel them. One was a Christian credit union in the last uh, uh, two years. Wow. Uncle Gary over at PayPal got canceled. We've yeah. said this before. Stripe uh, canceled President Trump. And, and and who's the one? It's Dime Payments that we, we yeah. Di- our our boys are our Dime boys Payments. Are dime. They're not going to cancel you. Yep. Uh, it's time for that Christian economy. hundred percent. Oh, it's time. Yes. It's, well, and if they're doing this in the name of uh, you know reputation, okay. Yeah. Right. That, that's what that's what they right. did with Mike Lindell. Right. What's our reputation? I, I wonder what are we are we're white Christian national, you know what yeah, Right, right. We are? I, I'm just saying. You, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah you, you, you are. are. Come on, you man. Are. You and Larry Elder? Are yeah, you serious? That's a good point. Good you, point. You and Thomas Soul, yeah. Larry Elder. Walter good company. Well, to be honest yeah, with that's, you. A, that's Paul for real. the Apostle. That's for real. <laughs> for real. For real. <laughs> you know, but you know, you know um uh, on the on the cryptocurrency stuff, the Bitcoin thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, my understanding is, I mean, somebody out there who knows this better, I, yeah. I mean, tell me. I, I want to know, but I'm, I mean, that that is a relatively safe way still, still to do transactions. It still is. They're but they're starting to go after they're it. Threatening, and trying to. but yeah. there is a way to make it anonymous. 
Oh, it is anonymous. Well, it's not quite anonymous, but it's not something that you can get to. So it's a strike. I mean, I remember when we talked to Jimmy Song. Yeah. Jimmy Song was telling us one of the advantages, and that was one of the things that clicked for me when we were talking, because all this Bitcoin stuff was like, I'm still not sure exactly what it's yeah, all about. Yeah, yeah. But when he said, I'm um, in third world countries where you got, you know, Venezuela, communist dictators, right. trying yeah. to seize all people's assets, they're selling stuff, yep. and then they're throwing it into cryptocurrency, yep. and then moving, mm -hmm. you can't get it, yeah. and then cash it out somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, because they Missionaries yeah. doing the same thing, and then not too long ago, I heard about a doctor in the States um, who's been stockpiling ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and all the things, and he's buying it from third world, second world countries. With Bitcoin? With Bitcoin, oh, because he can do it anonymously, man. and it's like, oh, we're there. Yeah. We're doing, oh, we're doing drug deals, yeah. but... Um, you know, you know. Be careful. Be wise. But yeah, we got to build a we got to build a a Christian economy. Yeah, the block the way the blockchain set up, it's very secure setup. So you only have it bottlenecks. Yeah. So they're just guarding the bottlenecks. There's only certain places you can right. go to get out right, the yeah. money. And, yeah. and so but they're just cherry picking and yeah. identifying right. cherry picking a couple, think, a couple accounts. But I do but think a lot of this is trying to scare people yeah. primarily. Yeah. And I think there there are ways yeah. to get yeah. your assets into safe places. Yeah. Um, so that they government cannot seize them. Mm. Democrats are trying to lift the heavy hand of COVID tyranny just in time for the midterms in November, hoping that you forget that they shut down your Little League baseball championships. Oh, never forget. They did. Never forget. Republicans, well, they're giddy right now because they know that they are the only options that we currently have. Which means that we're still getting waterboarded, but just with a little less water Ouch. this time. Ouch. Now, not to be too pessimistic or cynical, but an opportunity like this should come with some reflection. And maybe a reminder to Republicans that if they clean house this midterm, remember how and why they are representing us. Right. Republicans... Your predecessors live by lies the last two years. The yep. central lies being politicians are lords over us and not servants That's of right. us. Oh, right. man. They, Amen. They banished us to our homes. They took away our freedom of speech and made social media platforms their yep. Gestapo. Mm -hmm. And a bunch of Republicans mm -hmm. did that, too. Oh, uh, they, oh yes. You know? Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. they, and that's why I'm talking to Republicans. Our governor, Brad well. Little. Right. Yeah, they took our livelihood and then bribed us with our own money. <laughs> They did. They, they did. did. Yeah. We'll give you some of your own money back. Yeah. They interrupted the economic flow and distributed and, and disrupted the supply chains. They killed our grandparents and oh, let them man. die alone. In nursing Cuomo. homes. Cuomo. Nursing homes. Yeah. I'm getting upset just thinking about this. Yeah, right. They did to Seriously. our parents. They forced us to marry alone and celebrate alone, give birth alone. Bury our loved ones alone. They yeah. ruined sports. <laughs> you ruined sports. <laughs> How can politicians ruin sports? Yeah. You remember how they shut everything down? They got the cardboard people sitting in the thing. In and the then stands. they got the videos yeah. of cardboard yeah. people cheering. So dumb. You know, audience, they had to pump in sound for them. And they, they'd pump in Zoom audiences. That's you right. Remember yeah, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. So fake. fake. Yeah. So fake. Stupid. And when they were given the chance to repent, they renewed their emergency powers and extended a pandemic that could have been fixed with a $20 over-the-counter <laughs> medication. <laughs> Horse pace. Oh, man. They deputized rioters all over the nation and arrested Christians peacefully singing right. psalms in protests. Oh, man. They hammered the house of God with lawsuits and fines. Yep. And, John then and then insisted that they own the altars of God with ordinances to stop singing and stop worshiping and to skip the feast at the Lord's table. Yeah, they And, and a bunch of pastors just walked, went, went right along with it. They just went right a along with it. A bunch of pastors and leaders in the church said, guys, Romans 13, submit to the magistrate. Uh, on like, as if yep. Jesus isn't Lord. Yeah. Mm. 
Right. On Friday, I saw a video of a bunch of Canadians carrying um, gas cans into the protest. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. all they were doing. Yeah. And, I, and all I could think of was like, well, um, Canadian pastors didn't rise up. So a bunch of men and women with gas cans are rising up in Canada. Truckers, man. You know. Then they took away Thanksgiving and Christmas. Christmas. They took away Christmas. Right. Like they own our holidays. Or worse, like they own us. Mm-hmm. They lied to us and covered up our faces with masks less effective than a chain link fence stopping marbles. Which we said that back in, we basically yeah. said that back in 2020. We said that as soon as it happened. Yeah. They arrested white women for taking their kids to the park. White, white women. women. <laughs> <laughs> it's one thing to, are you saying it's one thing to arrest a black woman at a park? Look, and another man, thing look, to arrest a if, white if woman? what they say about critical race theory is true, when you start arresting white women, you in trouble. <laughs> Oh man, that's hilarious, Knox. They arrested people off to empty beaches. Why does a person alone on an empty beach need to be arrested? I got a friend ticketed in Hawaii with his wife and kids on the beach. Yeah, right. But if you're sitting down at a restaurant, you're just totally fine. Totally safe. They literally told us not to have sex without a mask on. Yep. While, yeah. while Boris Johnson and all of them were... Yeah, no. You know. Here's, here's what's crazy. There's literally, there's literally a, a group of babies that were born in this generation that have not seen faces on a normal basis. Man, oh, my goodness. Man. They call Larry Elder the black face of white supremacy. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they took a blowtorch to the Bill of Rights, forcing people to choose between feeding their families and a fake vaccine that is riskier than the virus itself. Oh, we just got canceled. <laughs> oh, we've been canceled. They, they, we've been canceled. People and, better be watching us on the app right now. Yeah. Yeah. And they did it to stuff their coffers from Big Pharma. Oh and goodness. they did. How much? How? Yeah. How's stock been going for Pfizer? Uh, oh my goodness, it's yeah. amazing. Moderna. Mm-hmm. They told us to follow the signs while they were following dollars, and that wasn't enough. They came for our kids, yeah. solidifying critical race theory in government schools, forcing children to wear face masks or be detained. Mm. So. So Republicans, mm. listen up. We are not their Negroes, mm-hmm. nor will we be yours. Mm. Oh, my goodness. So stay in your lane. Punish bad guys and leave health, welfare, economics, and education to us, and things will go well for you. I don't trust the, I don't trust the Republicans. Man, where's the, yeah, where's the, where's the organ? Preach, preacher. You don't messed up, Aaron. So, so first, first off, <laughs> don't. <laughs> and you're right, Pastor. It wasn't just Democrats. It was Republicans, no, too. Oh, 100%. It that's, was, that's the thing on this is, is Republicans are sitting there. And I, I did a little bit of this on Friday in, in the news brief. But the Republicans are sort of getting excited because they yeah. know that Americans are upset. 2022 and looks like yep. they might win the election. And, and they've got yep. a, they yep. can ride this wave. That, yep. That's the yeah. this third wave. That's, that's, that's right. <laughs> and but that, 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 I mean, the early signs are they are not thinking this way. Or at least, yeah. the, at least one article that I read from the Hill, it was like they're calling in Newt Gingrich and and Carl Rove, oh. all the old you know <laughs> guys like, who got us here. The guys who got that his. got us here, yep. exactly. Yeah. And yeah. It, it's like no, no, no. The only only guy I want you taking advice from is Rand Paul. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. it. Hey. And call it. his dad Ron too. <laughs> and, and Ron should be in the room. And you know you can call in uh, Thomas, Thomas Massey. Massey. And yeah. you can I mean any like I want people who have skin in the game. I want people who refuse to wear the mask on Capitol Hill. Yeah. I yes. want the people who stood yeah. up for my rights. It, you know, crazy Aunt Marjorie. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, yeah, but, you could, I'll but, take her. But, too. I'll take her. but we 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 don't we don't want you doing the last. I mean, the last play yep. did not work, and yep. the last play is what gave us all this. Well, mm-hmm. and here, here's the thing: is like I, uh, over my short time in politics, when I ran for office and lost, <laughs> one of the things I learned from the last two years is 
Um, I didn't really trust politicians before that, but right. then now I really, really don't trust politicians, whether you're Republican or not. But think of it this way. We don't have any principled uh, politicians in office right now. You, you, we Pretty might, much. You've, we might have one maybe Pretty somewhere. Much. You know, yeah. Maybe yeah. Rand Paul. There's a few yeah. unicorns. Okay, there's, there's a few unicorns in there. So basically, politicians function off this. They function off pressure, yep. friendship, and money. Yep. That's it. Yep. So, so you guys get involved. And put pressure on them. Yeah. Get involved ask, and with your money. And use your money. Ask get them, involved with ask, your friendships. Exactly. Have them over to your dinner table. Exactly. And then ask them specifically, what did you do during COVID? That's right. And what would you do differently? Yep. And if you don't, I mean, I mean, if they're going to go on the record and say I was wrong, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I voted for this, I supported this, I was wrong. I will never do it again, and make a promise like yep. that that mm-hmm. you can hold their feet to, mm-hmm. you know, to the fire on. Maybe vote for them. Yeah. But if they're not willing to go on record like that, that have mm-hmm. nothing to do with them, they're just they're just a Democrat. Mm-hmm. You know? And think local as you do that. Make sure you're thinking yep. very local when you do yep. those things. All eyes are on Ottawa this weekend in as Prime time. Minister Justin Trudeau. This guy right here. Yeah, Blackface Trudeau. <laughs> that, that guy. Cracks down on peaceful trucker protests. Trudeau's high-handed hypocrisy and insolence has been on full display. Mm. The same Trudeau who ordered businesses and churches closed for COVID objects to the people closing down their own roads <laughs> until they have their freedom back, right? Whose roads are they? They, they belong to the Canadian people. Uh, yeah, that's right. This same Trudeau who joined Black Lives Matter protests taking a knee against police violence is now sending in the cops to kneel on the necks of peaceful protesters. Yep. Mm-hmm. What have these dangerous protesters in Ottawa been doing? Oh, things like saying the Lord's Prayer together, singing a mighty fortress is our God, Mm -hmm. oh Canada, and some of them I saw. All the verses. Yeah, and some of them were singing uh, Lean on Me. Oh. You know, but that's- Lean on me. Having, what else are they doing? loving your neighbor. Dangerous things like snowball fights. Oh. Playing hockey in the street. Yeah. Did you see that? Eating together, (laughs) feasting together, rejoicing together, and- this is probably the, the most dangerous thing of all. There yeah. are widespread reports of gospel preaching and many conversions to Christ. Yes. Oh, shut that yes. down. Right? Shut that down. So I want to say to those of you in Ottawa, those of you peacefully standing for Christian liberty all over Canada. And who are being arrested this week? Right. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you for showing us how the kingdom of God comes. Amen. It comes like leaven and loaf. Come it comes on like yes, a sir. mustard seed planted in the ground, slowly growing over time. That's what it's been doing these last 2,000 years. Yep. It comes through simple faith and obedience to the Lord Jesus Christ yes. because Jesus is risen from the dead and he's putting all his enemies beneath his feet. Mm. Including when, Blackface Trudeau. Yes. Mm. When tyrannical rulers command you to give up your freedom in Christ. Obedience to Christ means standing firm. Yep. Mm. So link arms and stand firm. Link arms and hold your ground. Link arms and sing at the top of your lungs. Yes. If they curse you, bless them in return Amen. and do not budge an inch. And if they harm you, if they seize your property, your bank accounts or arrest you, your husband, your wife, your kids, mm-hmm. you have won. Mm. You have won because their cruelty and violence and wickedness and hypocrisy is on full display to the the whole whole world. world. To the whole world. But more importantly, it's on full display to the Lord Jesus Christ. Remember when Saul was breathing threats of violence against the Christians? He was confronted by Jesus on the road who said to him, why are you persecuting me? Jesus takes this kind of persecution personally. That's right. We, we can't, That's right, Toby. We, we can't know when we will see the fruit of your mm. obedience there in Canada. It may come right away or it may come in months or years, but Jesus sees it all mm-hmm. and it goes into the ground like seed. Amen. Your sacrifices, your joy, your gospel courage, your forgiveness of your enemies, your faith, 
mm-hmm. is what overcomes the world. Mm-hmm. This is how the kingdom advances. The Roman Empire tried to crush the Christians, and over 200 years of persecution, Christ conquered the Roman Empire. Mm. That's right. Christ will reign in Canada. He mm. actually does reign in Canada mm. right now, mm. and Trudeau just needs to bend the knee. Come on now, now. preacher. Come on. All Woo. the nations will come. Amen. And this is actually a word for the Republicans. <laughs> Yeah. You know, for all this, that, that third, that third wave. Yeah, this is that a word for wave. all those spineless Republicans planning to take back Capitol Hill. They're going to be mm. that third COVID wave. Mm. Take a lesson from the truckers, Republicans. Reach, reach yeah. Open your Bibles, read them, and then craft your laws accordingly. Mm-hmm. Stop putting your finger in the wind. Put mm. your finger in the word. Just say what it says, do what it says, and stand there cheerfully. You could win like the truckers are winning. That's right. right. Or you can just go into the dustbin of history acting like politicians like they always have. And before you get there, before you get to Capitol Hill, confess your sins so they don't have anything on you. Mm. That's right. Pastor, uh, I just want to bring the offering plate out right now. If there's one out there who would like to come to know the Lord Jesus, we have a Amen. pastor and a deacon here. Now is the time to come. And if you have any ba- babies that need baptizing, we'll, 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 do, that we'll do that too. too. We'll do, yeah. <laughs> That's what they should do is put a baptismal font out in the middle of Canada, if, you know, if you're, out if, in the middle of Ottawa. If you're in Canada and, and if you're out there fighting, if, if listen, load your heart with some psalms and go shoot. Yeah. You yeah. know, that's that's yeah. where we're at right now. When, when and this Paul, is when, what winning looks exactly. like. Remember, Paul and Silas get arrested and thrown in the Philippian jail. Yeah. And what are they doing at midnight? Singing. Singing. Mm-hmm. Yep. If God puts you in jail, then you got then you know. Then you know. Then then you're winning. You've been mm-hmm. brought even further into the darkness to bring that light of Jesus there. Mm-hmm. And and again, Jesus sees this. You know, so one of one of my pastor friends in, in Canada, um, yesterday they were praying and they're gonna be at the protest this this last weekend. Yeah. And and he said, I told my elders tonight, pour some scotch, read some psalms, pray, and then make love to your wives because tomorrow might be going to war. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. That's how you know you're winning. That's yep. exactly That's how you know you're winning. And, and this is one of the things like whatever God is doing, when you step out and you look at history and you say, Okay, there's been times in history where something has happened yeah. and the world Beautiful. has kind of changed, yeah. Yeah. right? right. It, we're in that moment again. Yeah. We're in that yeah. moment again where God is doing something radical and he's destroying yeah. one of the enemies of Christ right. and he's using his people to do yeah. it. And so something is coming from this and it might not be in our generation, but this right. false God, this right. false tyrannical God, both in our leaders and in yeah. ourselves, is dying right, right now. Yeah. And he's dying that, from the, the praises of God's people. Remember that famous picture of the of the guy standing in front of the tanks in Tiananmen Square? Yeah. 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 Right? I mean, is this that kind of moment? There, there was Those were Christians That's right. standing in Tiananmen Square. Yeah. And now, communism still has a grip on China to this day, but there are millions of Christians in China. That's right. right? That's right. Jesus is taking China, right? That's, right? That's what's going on right now. So, mm. yeah, keep in it front up, of Canada. everybody's eyes. <laughs> Christians need to start thinking about doing business with fellow Christians. That's what we're talking including, about. Including their own banks. Yeah, get, you get, know? Your, get your business with other yep. Christians. Are you a developer, architect, or project owner? If so, I have a Christian commercial construction company you need to partner with. Bobo Construction is a fourth-generation, family-owned general contractor that was founded back in 1952. Their motto is, whatever is right and fair, that's what we do. Also, whatever is fair and right, that's what we do. Bobo <laughs> <laughs> headquarters is in Sacramento Cali- County, California, and has recently expanded into Idaho and Eastern Washington with offices in Meridian, Idaho, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, and is in search of potential partners to wage war on tyranny with. They can do any commercial project from zero to $80 million. Ooh. Some of their past projects include retail, office buildings, schools, colleges, sustainable construction, and industrial facilities. To learn more about Bobo Construction, visit them at www 
dot Bobo Construction. That's B O B O Construction Inc. dot com. You can also contact Austin Bobo at A Bobo at Bobo Construction Inc. dot com. Mm. Hey, hey, just so you know, this is like the week of Texas. On yes. the show, you know, we did Wednesday night. Who's coming up next, Gabe? We, yeah, we, we got we got a we guy noticed. in Texas running for lieutenant governor. We know. You does, know? He, does he want to come on and, and talk to us? Yeah, really? yeah, right now, right <laughs> does now. He, does he know what he's getting into? I don't know. Actually, okay, I well, really don't. I really out. don't know. More cross politics coming up next. We're gonna. In, in, I'm not gonna say it. We're gonna talk to a potential lieutenant governor in Texas. <laughs> yeah. Next, I was gonna say like waterboarding, but we're not gonna do that. Antagonize him a little bit. Hi, I'm Robert Borton, CEO of Classical Conversations. Our most precious commodity is time. No one has ever lied on their deathbed wishing they had spent more time making money. They all wish they had spent more time creating a legacy. Our modern education system steals that legacy, steals that time from our children. That's why I'm passionate about homeschooling. That's why at Classical Conversations we want to give you more time to create that legacy, follow your passions, and glorify God. Visit classicalconversations.com for more information. Still got me fired up after that first segment. Mm. I need some more organ yeah. on that one. Yeah. It's been a good week. This is like Idaho comes to Texas week. <laughs> all right, uh, all right. Don Huffines. All right, now, now all right. Here you go. Deep in the heart of I know that's what you wanted. Okay. There we go. Welcome Thank back you. to Cross Politic on the one and only Fight Laugh Feast Network. Using a smartphone or computer opens the door to a host of digital temptations. True that. In a world saturated with pornography and other harmful content, what's a Christian supposed to do? Mm. We need to take a proactive approach, welcoming transparency in our digital media Mm -hmm. choices and accountable to you. That's the word accountable. The number two, the word you, makes that easy. Their accountability software shares detailed activity reports from all your devices and your kids' devices in real time to the accountability partners that you choose. With accountability in place, your family can effectively guard against temptations online and la- and live and live <laughs> mm-hmm. with purity and integrity. Learn more and try it free at accountabletoyou.com forward slash FLF, let them know we sent you. Mm. That's right. Hey, we're grateful to have with us. Yeah. Te- Yeehaw. More Texas. Yeah, 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 yeah. Give me some cowboy here, oh, you know? Okay, here Come you on. Can do that for him again? Yes, sir. <laughs> Mr. Aaron Sorrell. You done messed up, Aaron. <laughs> Aaron Aaron Sorrell is a small business owner, devoted husband, and Whoa. father of three, running for lieutenant governor in. Texas. Texas. That's right. Heart of Texas. God blessed it with his own hands. Aaron promises to require floor votes in the Texas Senate so that there's complete transparency about who's voting for what. Uh, Aaron promises to prioritize legislation that would free Texans from oppressive big government and the threat of being canceled or fired for, you know, exercising things like, you know, free speech and medical freedom, refusing vaccine and mask mandates. Aaron, thanks for coming on Cross Politic. Thanks for having me. And look, let's let's start off with first, you know, deep in the heart of Texas, I'm good with. But then you went with a Ron, and I get enough of that from my children. My kid that broke his foot that got me into this, my final straw, is also the kid that's the one that runs around the house going, "Okay, a Ron." And I'm like, I'm, I'm, "That's it. That's it. Go to your room, boy. It's coming, child. It's coming. I'm just saying, you better watch it. Yeah, but he needs a copy funny. of me, so that's what I get, right? I have so, to tell him, oh, yeah. you know, they have these leather belts down here in Texas. It's huge. You know that, right? <laughs> I'm a 
Gaddis. They're the biggest belts anywhere. That's how I am, though, so I can't really say much to him. It's kind of like pot calling the kettle black, right? So, Aaron, my understanding is that there's actually a fairly decent conservative lieutenant governor currently in place. Why do you need to run and why do you need to replace this guy? So is that Fox News definition of conservatism? Or oh. is that actual conservatives. So uh, make, make, make me a yeah, believer. So, Message. <laughs> so our lieutenant governor is not conservative. Okay. He's, he's not done any of the conservative agenda. Uh, from people outside the state, they just see what comes out on the TV, on the news. And okay. It seems conservative. Our lieutenant governor uh, loves to be quiet because when he really starts talking, he kind of puts his foot in his mouth. Mm. Uh, like Ooh. the one time he basically tried to insinuate that uh, unvaccinated black people were the reason for COVID spread in Texas. Ouch. Uh, yeah, they don't like to talk about that anymore. It's like, did, did you really just, did, is that what Ooh. you just did? Well, they're the uh, now he's been caught messing with our elections already. So it's like, you know, come on, man. Like this, this guy, this is why he doesn't talk because people don't realize outside of Texas too, that Lieutenant governor is the most powerful position in Texas. Wow. How's that? Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Tell, break yeah, that so off. I'm, I'm the president of the Senate. I'm not, there is not an elected pro tem of the Senate. Okay. So I am the elected, I am in charge of the Senate. Like if you don't, if, if Dan Patrick doesn't want to build to get to the floor, mm. it ain't getting to the floor. Wow. So he can control all that. Then I'm also an executive too, like a normal vice president type position, like most lieutenant governors. So I have a lot more power and control in the state of Texas. So by constitution, I'm actually more powerful than the governor. Wow. Interesting. So, so get, look, get specific here. You just, you just said that, okay, the, the current Lieutenant governor is basically a rhino. What, and a little bit of a racist. And, and, maybe, <laughs> and maybe racist. But um, what, what are some specific legislative goals or executive goals that you would have? Like things that specifically that you would are determined to do uh, for the people of Texas? Well, so I'll give you a rundown of what I tell everybody. So what they told me made him the most conservative is what I use against him now. So for Texas, what we do is the people of the GOP pick priorities every session, which we have sessions every two years. Okay. So we pick those priorities. We send them out to the lieutenant governor. We say, here's what we want done. So to give you an example, why I say he's not conservative. We had almost 500 bills go out of the House. We had almost 300 get passed through the Senate. But the eight priorities that people asked for, we got three watered down versions of those eight. Okay. And so those were things like, uh, ending child gender modification. We didn't get that done. Wow. Uh, we didn't ban, ban taxpayer funded lobbying. We didn't protect our monuments. So we had uh, groups like the, this is Texas Freedom Force having to defend the Alamo against uh, Black Lives Matter and Antifa. Oh. Uh, we still don't have our medical and religious freedoms. Uh, we didn't f- defend our border. Well, and so what we did get was we got constitutional carry, but I keep reminding people that the second amendment says not to be infringed. Right. That means that's not a state's right or a federal right. It trumps is all it, it's a second amendment. It comes before the 10th. So you don't have the right. So when you say constitutional carry, but Dan Patrick being paid off by the police unions goes out and gets, uh, you know, puts all these violations in there. Well, then that's not uninfringed. Right. Uninfringed right. means not background checks, not red flag laws, not all these things that they want to put in place to track us uh-huh. because the only thing protecting us against an out of control federal government or state government is what? Our Second Amendment. Yeah. yeah. So, so I'm tired of people saying pro two A, but they really aren't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I hear that. And, and then, and then the next one is we got uh, we we asked for abolishing abortion. We didn't get that. We got a heartbeat bill. Yeah. Um, and Gavin mm-hmm. Newsom in the left has already said when that passes the Supreme Court mm-hmm. that they're going to use that new standing law because we've now modified how standing works in the state in the country, mm-hmm. and they're going to use 
just had to go after gun manufacturers and other conservative organizations. Okay. So we should have stood up against Roe v. Wade because it's not law. The Supreme Court doesn't make law. And right. We should have just stood up as Christians and for our morals and said, you know what? We're not going to let people murder babies anymore. And if the federal government wants to stop us, come try it. Yep. But we That's didn't. Right. We right. once again compromised, as mm -hmm. Republicans always do. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other one we got supposedly was election integrity. Yet right now we're literally having a problem with Dan Patrick supposedly making where people, when they send in their melon ballots, it's going to the secretary of state and to their counties. So, um, but I guess he, well, I thought he fixed it. Why is he now having to worry about sending those somewhere else? Because he said he was worried about blue County still in elections. Okay. So, you know, that's not what I call conservatism. Yeah. We, we still have high property taxes. We're like 47th in the state. Yep. I mean, in the country yep. of property yep. taxes. Yep. It's crazy. Um, our, um, you know, uh, we still have defended our border. We make excuses. Dan Patrick gets on Fox News and says, well, I can't do anything. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> Most powerful state of the union. I can't do anything. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thanks, guys. All right. So, so Aaron, uh, you know, Aaron I, let, me, let, the, let me get yeah. in here because um, you're from I, like, Texas. I like a lot what you're saying. Okay. But there's a but, big butt coming. But because they got yes. big butt. I have come to the conclusion over the last couple of years that I don't trust you. <laughs> Like, like you, you as in me? like you as in like all the politicians, you, okay. <laughs> they're a class and, of people now, huh? And they're a class of people. <laughs> but I'm not a politician. And but you're running for office, and <laughs> and so to be I, a statesman. I've come. Oh. Hey, well, I don't know if I trust statesmen either. What I saw in the SBC this last year, so. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's a good point. <laughs> but, that's a good point. But, um, uh, you know, so I've kind of, kind of come to the conclusion is that 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 principle. We talked about this in the first segment. That that principal politicians they're just they're like they're like unicorns. They're they're very rare. Um, and and the only way to really influence politicians right now is through pressure, friendships, and money. Why are you different? Well, you want to have the fun with this one. Okay, so the first thing I said is those priorities I told you about. Yeah. Since day one, I said I was going to shut the government down until we get the people's priorities. Plain and simple. Mm. If, if we can't pass protecting the border and doing that, then I'll shut our whole government down in the state of Texas. Ooh. I don't care anymore. Can you Ooh. do that? I, I don't care. And the, yeah, you know, he, I, told him, I won't make friends. Good. You know what those friends are? They're the friends up there in Austin, and I don't need them because that means the people will like me. So I, I'm good. Um, mm -hmm. And here's your here's your big kicker. They always say transparency, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you transparency. You want transparency? I made a pledge. I'm going to put a camera in every single one of my suits, and I'm going to walk around with a camera on me at all times in Austin. <laughs> wow! Live stream with Aaron with Lieutenant Governor. Okay, I need our producer to take that clip yep. and post it everywhere on social media. We'll buy you that camera <laughs> and we'll live stream the technology you for you. I, I, I like what you're doing here. Here, so here, let's let's put this some practical steps here in the, uh, to understand kind of how you would act here. 2020 came, the country shut down. There was one state that stayed open, and it was a woman. And she had more balls than all the men that yeah. were out there. Mm -hmm. And that was shameful. Very shameful for us. And I was surprised that Texas followed the suit. I just knew oh, Texas. Yep. They have their own, this, they're their own country. They'd stand up. What kind of lieutenant governor, uh, what would you do as lieutenant governor to put pressure on the governor that is not in line with where you're at? And how would you fight against something? What kind of powers do you have to fight against him shutting down people's lives and forcing them inside their homes? Well, people love to talk, like you said, politicians, right? they love to tell you things. But So I remind people that when the government told me to shut down, so I have 26 employees, actually, at that point, I had nine. Uh, the government told me to shut down and said, you know, you're not essential. And I said, I don't care what you say. Yeah. I didn't shut down. And in fact, I hired 17 people during COVID and I gave people very good paying jobs. Uh, so when I tell people don't comply, I literally have. I, every day I had to worry that my own government would come after and shut my business down and try to arrest me. Right. So I have done exactly what I tell people to do. And so when it comes to the governor, when he issued that mandate, 
First, I'd have gone and we'd have gone through legislation to remove his ability to use the old emergency powers acts that he's using for hurricanes and tornadoes. Right. And he's using now to, to rule like a dictator. Right. But he didn't pass that through legislation. So I would have been on TV every day and I would have picked up the phone number to every single county judge and said, if you follow these commands, I will prosecute you and I will have the attorney general take you down. You will not dictate the rules to the American citizens, the Texas citizens, and tell them what they, when they, whether they are essential or not. There is nothing in the Constitution that guarantees. The, I didn't see that line that says, well, unless there's a pandemic. Well, now we yeah, get to we get right. to grow like tyrants again. No, it doesn't right. happen. Mm-hmm. So that didn't go through the legislation and it's not law. Mandates are not law, plain and simple. So we need to stop listening to people that rule by mandates. So I would have been the loudest person in the room and I would have, you know, I would have, it would have been a really ugly uh, couple of weeks, months, years. I don't know in Austin. Let's just put it that way. I don't do well when people tell me. So Aaron, Aaron, uh, can you win? I mean, what's your chances right now? Well, my main opponent outside of Dan Patrick is literally trying to defame me right now. He's, uh, it's a very interesting thing. We'll just leave it at that. Um, and normally when your opponents start attacking you desperately and literally sending all their little minions out to attack you, that normally says something. Yeah. So uh, right now I believe I'm in second. I mean, there's nobody to know. You can't trust polls. Uh-huh. Uh, but Dan Patrick is blasting ads like I've never seen. Uh-huh. Um, and he, 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 so he, when the Trump rally happened in Conroe, he said that Trump reached out. That's not true. Uh, everybody knows Dan Patrick paid to have Trump come in and re-endorse him to save him. Ugh. And he got booed and all kinds of things there. So <laughs> uh, I saw that. I saw oh. that. It was good. <laughs> I was a little happy. What was the, what was the chance? Fix 2020? Fix 2020? I was like, I don't think they like you, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aaron, last question here, and then we'll let you go because this is interesting. But I, I would like to know, like, um, who are you who would you like to sit under as lieutenant governor? So here's the fun one. All right. So my personal opinion is Chad Prather. So oh, interesting. Uh, Chad Chad Prather. You, what, what did what did you ask him to go? The other. Well, by the way, what was your name? The other one. Not the Texan. Oh like, no, Gabe. Oh, Gabe. Gabe. Oh, oh yeah. Well, you call me Water Boy. <laughs> well, okay. So he doesn't even know. What we like, don't I like forget is, it. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like politicians. Right. That's yeah, kind yeah, of the yeah, thing, right? Yeah. right? And one day Chad Prather said, "You know what?" I'm right. done with these people. Yeah. I'm done with these mandates. I'm going to go do something about it. The best politicians or statesmen or elected candidates, elected officials, are the people that did it reluctantly. Mm-hmm. Because we don't want to be there. We're going up there to fix the problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You messed with my family, and I'm going to go do something about yeah. it. Uh-huh. So that's that's my biggest reason for Chad. I've hung out with Chad a lot. Um, he acts like a regular guy, even though he's got money. He's well-known. Uh-huh. You would never know it. He doesn't treat anybody like he's anything other than the normal guy. Mm-hmm. And I got nothing against Alan West and Don Huffines. I like them both. I was mm-hmm. with all three of them yesterday. Take pictures with them. I chat with them. Yeah. They're good people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's my personal opinion, and I'm not going to be a politician and go, well, I'm going to vote anybody but Abbott. That's not true. When I go into the yeah. poll, I have to actually vote for somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to start out right now not being truthful with people. This is who I'm voting for. You don't have to like it. But in the end, if we get when we get Abbott in a runoff, I'll vote for whichever one of those three guys is up against Abbott because Abbott's yeah. got to go. Yeah. Man. What's your What's your website, Aaron? Uh, my website is the short version is s the number four tx.com. S four and then tx.com. Yeah, s four tx.com. Yeah, and then all my social media is under my full name, so at Sorrells, which is s o r r e l l s the number four and then Texas spelled out. So the so. people, the people of Texas, they know when to get out and start voting, right? When do they vote for you <laughs> now? Yeah, it's already <laughs> happening. So no, that I mean, that's the biggest thing. And this is for all of our States that people don't vote in primaries. That's right. 
we forget the primaries are the most important voting time. That's when you get, it's like the playoffs, right? You vote for who you want to go to the, 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 the finals. Yeah. So, uh, right. But what we've been trying to tell everybody is look, the cheating happens even on our side and we need to not vote early as much as possible because that's what they use to kind of control the cheating mm-hmm. um, and kind of see what things are doing. So we need to vote March 1st is what we really need to do and come out in masses. Mm. Okay. March 1st. Aaron Sorrells. I said it right, right? Aaron Sorrells. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Appreciate you coming across politics. You're welcome back. If you win, man, come back and tell us. Like, well, we want access to that live stream. Yes, video so, camera. So live stream. Yeah, That'd be great. Real. More cross politics coming up next. God bless Texas with his own hands. <laughs> That's not how we talked about opening this segment at all. Oh, Welcome back to Cross Politic on the one and only Fight Life Feast Network. Not so long ago, the American dream was alive and well. Remember those oh, days? Oh, man, just yesterday. <laughs> what about the Canadian dream? <laughs> yeah, right? Oh. Employees who worked hard were rewarded, and employers looked for people who, get this, could do the job. What? Not for people who had the right political views. Redballoon.work, that's redballoon.work, is a job site designed to get us back to what made American businesses successful. Mm. Free speech, hard work, and having fun. That's right. If you're a free speech employer who wants to hire employees who focus on their work and not identity politics, then post a job on Red Balloon. If you're an employee who's being censored at work or is being forced to comply with the current zeitgeist, you know, (laughs) mandates of all sorts, post your resume on Red Balloon and look for a new job. www.redballoon.work forward slash FLF will tell them that we sent you. That's the job site where free speech is still alive. That's www.redballoon.work forward slash FLF. It's good to know it exists out there somewhere. I like free speech. They're blowing up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Literally blowing speech. up. Get it? I get what you did there. <laughs> you know what time it is. Uh-oh. What? Oh, we doing that? Yes, oh, sir. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Shotgun time. I love this part of the show. And we haven't done it in a little bit. I know. It's been a couple weeks. It was great. It's great. I still want to have some kids out there send us some recordings doing their best. Yeah. <laughs> Tablet 2, Chapter 13, Dangerous Kids. Oh, are you ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. Ah, I love that. That's the sound of a dangerous kid right there. That's right. That's what that is. (laughs) That's what Knox was thinking when he did that. Yeah. <laughs> so, quick review here. In the last two chapters, we established that the covenant is God's way of making his blessings blow up in this world. Covenant bombs. And one of the central covenants he established in this world is marriage is the marriage covenant. Because that's because that's where people are made, right? That's what's so exciting. People are made yes, in yes. families, right? And those people, particularly our kids, our children, are arrows. They're missiles. Mm. They're, mm. they're nuclear bombs. They stand with us in the gate to speak with our enemies. I, that's my prayer for my young kids. Amen. Stand with me to speak in the gates. General, generational faithfulness is the way God has determined for this nuclear reaction to happen. Right, family bomb, covenant bomb, believing husbands and wives and having believing children who marry in the Lord 
and have more believing children. That's believing you know? grandkids. Yep. yep. And and with each successive generation, under the blessing of God and by his grace, there is there really is growth in godliness, holiness, wisdom, and every form of wealth over generations. Yes. Mm. Yeah, it it you know? builds up. Yep. It builds up. That's right. right. They're just building up. So this is why we say we want to raise dangerous kids. Kids that are dangerous to the kingdom of darkness. Right. Kids who are dangerous to the darkness. But as we've already stated, children are not an automatic blessing. That's, That's right. Children are a heavy blessing, mm. a good blessing. Kids are dangerous this way too. Children are a blessing that must be received by faith and the promises of God. And then... Just like your salvation. Yeah, and then yeah. lots of hard work. You work mm -hmm. out your salvation with fear and trembling. But it's, it's God who is at work in you, willing and doing according to his good pleasure. That's right. And if we're unfaithful in this, if we're unfaithful with the task that God puts before us, kids can end up being dangerous to us and to the kingdom. That's right. We talked a bit about the negative uh, discipline side of this in the last chapter. Parents must, of course, dis you know, disciple the souls of their children, requiring immediate joyful obedience, and they must use the rod, the spanking, if they will not obey, especially when kids are young. Yeah, right. It's better to discipline yeah. when they're yep. younger. <laughs> you don't want to be disciplining an eighteen-year-old kid. You know, mm. You're, you've lost that, at that point. That's ugly. Yep. But discipline is also positive. Discipline is dis discipleship. Right. Discipleship in discipline is learning habits, skills, and instincts of obedience and wisdom. Discipline is making sharp arrows and the better way to go. Yeah, amen. <laughs> that positive right. discipleship, that right. positive discipline is the better way to go. It makes them dangerous in the right way. That's, That's right. right. God wants his word, his wisdom, his norms, his culture in our hearts and our souls wound through our entire lives, mm. like, like the air we breathe. Amen. Listen, now these are the commands, the statutes and the judgments, which the Lord your God commanded to teach you that you might do them in the land, whether you go to possess it, that thou mightest fear the Lord thy God mm. to keep all his statutes and his commandments, which I command thee, thou mm. and thy son mm. and thy son's son. Right? So notice that generational yeah. work all the days of thy life, and that thy days may be prolonged. That's Deuteronomy 6, 1 through 2. And, and don't forget that that text starts off with that, that God's going to take you in a land that you're going to possess. Right. What's, right. What, what did Jesus do that's right. on earth? That's right. right. And yeah. what's God doing by bringing his kingdom here on earth? He's giving us the world. He's giving yeah. us the world. We are possessing it. So that's the task. But God also tells us how to do that. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, yes. with all thy soul, and with all thy might. And these words, which I command thee this day, shall be in thine heart. Can't forget that. Yeah, that's right. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest to thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. I love all these thous. It's so poetic. It is. And thou shalt <laughs> bind them for a sign upon thine hand, and they shall be as frontlets before thine eyes. Deuteronomy 6, 5 through 8. The Shema. It's everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, all that you do. Talk about it all the time yeah. in every situation and put little things everywhere to remind you of who you are. So God requires Christian kids to receive a thoroughly Christian education all day long. <laughs> just say, we can't emphasize that enough, just, can we? Just say that again. All day long. Did you say a government so, education? No, oh. I, say, I say Christian. Oh, okay. We're required to make sure that the arrows God gives us are being sharpened all 
day long. I think you mean preach, preach to do it all day long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's what the verse says, right? Because when, when you send your kids to public school, they aren't, that's not all day long. <laughs> well, and what happens then is this: what you sharpen in the morning gets blunted all yeah. day long. That's right. No, yeah. that's you're exactly not actually right. building it up. That's right. When you're sitting in your house, when you're riding the car, when you walk in the park, when you go to bed, and when you get up in the morning. And then everything between, you, you, you don't stop. Making your arrow sharp, that's what you're doing when you do that. And just in case anyone was tempted to miss the point, when God says to bind them on your hand and put them as frontless between your eyes, he means to make sure that at no point during the day that you forget that he is that's there, right. that right. he is God, and that we are his people. Have strict notes and reminders everywhere about him. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you know, that, this is also like where family traditions can come in and things like that. It's like singing songs, um, you know, pictures, signs, whatever. But like literally, just don't forget. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's kind of what culture is. Like these are your, this is cultural things that's that right. you're doing. Yeah. You're building culture. One of the most insidious lies of modern secular education is not actually. The most obvious ones. This is a lot of Christians <laughs> forget this. Now, some of the obvious lies are that we evolved from monkeys, stupid, or that boys can be girls, even dumber. But there was a more fundamental lie for many decades that Christians just ate mm. before those lies were accepted and popular. And that was the lie that you can have truth apart from God. Amen. That's right. right. And this is the more insidious lie that you can have math. Without God, yeah. Yeah. you can have uh -huh. photosynthesis without God, words, mm. numbers, grammar, or logic without God right. in the classroom. But the Bible teaches that all things hold together in Christ. That's right. So we are required by God to teach our children everything we can about mm. the world that he made, giving them the skills for life. And we must teach them that all of these things come from God and must be received and used in obedience to him and to his glory. Mm. I'm just going to say it again. All day long. <laughs> That's right. All day long. I don't think. All day long. All day. <laughs> <laughs> All day. I didn't know that one. This yeah, is yeah. actually all night, but that's okay. <laughs> that's why I switched it. I don't think you know Christians really understand how Gnosticism has affected the church Come so bad. Right. Come on right. now, you know, disconnecting God from math, disconnecting God from right. history, science, right. logic, but all these. But things. it's blasphemy. It's yeah. blasphemy. It Just the absence of God, not acknowledging that He's yeah. there and that He right. is the one who gives these gifts. Right. Amen. Right. Mm. That's right, Toby. But the real origin of this educational failure was the abdication of fathers. While both parents are required to be actively involved in providing a Christian education and discipleship for Christian kids, Ephesians 6, 4 says it's particularly the responsibility of who? Fathers. 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 To make sure it happens. It says, fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. And mm. I, I would say from my experience watching my mom and dad educate us growing up, and particularly we were homeschooled earlier, and yeah. just seeing how disconnected the dads were from the homeschooling and, process. And, and a lot of homeschooling. Yeah. And, and same from Christian schools, it can be even worse because the parents drop their kids off sure. and yeah. think, yeah. I'm paying for this Christian education right. and they can take care of it. And I don't got to worry. I don't got to, I'm paying for them yeah. not to worry about it. My wife consistently says she teaches an elementary class at yep. Logos uh, school here in town. And she consistently says that she can tell in the kids, which ones have dads mm. that are involved. Wow. She can mm. tell in the kids, the ones yeah. that, that where the dads are heavily involved. It yeah. matters. One of the ways Christian fathers have provoked their children to wrath is by sending them to public schools. That's, Preach. A, big, that's a big E on the iChart. Preach. Yeah. Or stupid Christian schools. If a Christian... <laughs> If a, Amen. if a Christian father sends his children to an atheistic training center, which is what a public school is, what a government school is, yep. how can he be surprised when his children learn the lessons they're being taught? 
right? You can yeah. have math without God. You can mm-hmm. have spelling without God. This provokes children to wrath by creating tension in what is being taught in the home or at church on yeah. Sunday yeah. and what, what the kids are being taught mm-hmm. all week long in school. And in many cases, it provokes the children to real wrath because it provokes the children to completely reject their father's faith. And that leads to the wrath of God. In the, in the economic world, there's this terminology when you're working with models and data yeah. and so forth, where, it's a, it, where it, the, the phrase is garbage in, garbage out. Right. And, and so if you put garbage in your kids, right. guess what you're going to You're going to get garbage out. Right. Mm. That's right. Instead of provoking them to wrath, fathers are required to raise their children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Yes, sir. I always want to say ammunition of the Lord. That's when true. I say that's that's true. true. Isn't that the same thing? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and the words there are literally to nourish them yep. in the culture and the counsel of the Lord. And just to be completely clear, that's the Lord Jesus. That's right. That echoes Shema. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, culture. Like, culture. Yeah. How do you not exactly. baptize them if you're doing that? Ooh, we, we, that, 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 you're not wrong. Just, Don't I'm we have just, a worldview uh, shotgun pretty, series where we talk about that? Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. You, have a, you have a stinger no, about baptizing? I'm not going to beat it. No. Oh, okay. So Christian fathers are required to feed, that's the nourish, their children, mm. with the culture of Jesus and the counsel of Jesus all day long. Yeah. You must not feed them. In any other culture. That's right. You must not feed them with any other counsel. Mm. Okay? Not the culture or counsel of pagans or agnostics or atheists or Muslims or Mormons or PBS. Mm. Or Disney. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. There's so much to say about that. The civil magistrate was not given the task to providing education for our children. That's right. And that was our first mistake. Right. Government. That's right. And wasn't it like Protestants started public school systems, basically? Roughly. They gave up the responsibility and duties of it. Initially, it was very localized. There was more, more, uh, you know. Well, you, you, you're, remember, you're one degree off yeah. when you leave the dock yeah. and, and you go 2,000 miles <laughs> down the true. road. Yeah, it's yeah, true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Whenever whenever you ask the wrong government to do what it was not designed to do, you get tyranny. And yeah, we right. should understand about something about that's that. Right. You get tyranny, you get oppression, and you get abuse. It is not the civil magistrate's job to disciple your children. Yeah. It is not their job to punish. It is their job, actually, to punish criminals. This is why Christians need to be fighting to take this responsibility back from the state. That's right. And, you know, one of the ways... There's just practical ways of getting to this. You know, actually feed your children, fathers. That's right. Literally go and cook meals for them. That's true. That's true. You know, like start practicing Mm -hmm. in the small things. Right, right. And then do it everywhere. And do it everywhere, yeah. The word there for culture is paideia. And it's a word that Paul chose on purpose that the Greek-speaking world, especially people in Ephesus, would have Mm -hmm. understood. Paideia described the full enculturation of Greek citizens. Mm -hmm. But Christians are required to raise their children in the paideia of Jesus Christ. That's right. We are required to raise them in the full culture of Christ, to see all things united in Christ. All things were made by Christ. All things are held together by Christ. And all things are being made new by Christ. Mm, Glory. We need to say a few things here about Christian schools and colleges. That's right. Okay, mm-hmm. not all Christian schools are created equal. There's some really awful, and probably a majority of them at this point are pretty bad. Yeah, be careful. Yep, be careful. Just because it says Christian, you know, slap the sticker on it, doesn't mean it is. Or even if it is, it may not be healthy. So do your homework. All things being equal, Christian parents are greatly blessed to be part of a Christian education community. We are a covenant people in the in the church, and it is a great blessing to work together to share this heavy task. Amen. When all the other parents and kids and teachers are pulling in the same direction, it is a huge blessing, yeah. and we see that here Absolutely. and with my friends. Absolutely, and, you know, my, I got my kids in school with you and oh, with yeah. you, and That's it's right. just it's it's glorious. Yes, but do your homework, 
And I would say in particular, ask questions about how the teachers and administrators are, uh, administrators' kids right. are doing. Amen. What's the, their fruit? What's the leadership's right. fruit the Bible, look like? The Bible says that we should hold the standard with elders and deacons. Yeah. Are their kids faithful? Right. Do you want, you know, if, if they can't shepherd their own family, how are they going to shepherd the, the household House of, of God, God? Right. Mm-hmm. But I think by analogy, you should do the same yeah. thing. Are the teacher's kids the kind of kids you want your kids to turn out like? That's the administrator's exactly right. kids, you want your kids to be like that? Because yeah. that's what they're doing in the classroom. Yeah. Jesus says that wisdom is justified by her children. If their children are all train wrecks, run away. Yeah. So I can't. I can't do all day long there. Run away <laughs> all day long. All day. Remember too that the college years are massively formative. Yeah, college isn't for everyone, but don't coast into those college years. Yeah. Many Christian kids are sent unprepared into pagan universities. You had a better chance of surviving D Day than Christian kids currently have surviving a public university with mm. their faith intact. That's right. And even if they do, by some miracle, survive the university, they often come out the other side so crushed and beat up yeah. that they aren't much used to the kingdom. Or compromise. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And, and that's the thing is, remember, our goal here is not to have kids survive. Yeah, That's right. We want... Dangerous, dangerous kids. kids. We want kids coming out the other side, you know, throwing bombs and, mm-hmm. and you know, doing that thing, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Our goal is not that our kids would survive. Our goal is that our kids would thrive. We don't merely want them to be, to roughly resemble arrows. We want them to be That's sharp, right. straight, and dangerous arrows. And, and you might think crazy, uh, Toby's analogy was kind of a little crazy. D-Day? Yeah. Really? You're comparing D-Day to kids oh, surviving in, in, in public education? It's true. Um, uh, Southern Baptist Convention did a study on their own kids right. and found 50 to 80% of their kids were losing their faith by their freshman year in college. Right. Yeah. That's D-Day. Yeah. That's right. You, you right. put your kids on D-Day and they have right. a better chance of surviving right. than, but, than going to universities. But one, the, the difference between that is one's losing their lives while the other one's actually losing, losing their, their soul. That's Absolutely. right. That's so, right. That's right. But the same thing goes for Christian colleges that we said about Christian schools. Not all Christian colleges are Christian. And a bunch of them have gone soft on soft on wokeness and yep. sexuality. And that's not too hard to find, actually. It's right. tragic. Yeah. Your standard should be should your standard should not be is there any sign of wokeness? Your standard should be to require that the school is actively at war with it. That's right. And there's no middle ground. There's no that's neutrality right. in this. And, and the easy way you can tell that is look at their marketing program. That's right. Yeah. That's How right. are they advertising their school to right. you? Right. Don't be taking my lines. If they are not having oh. conferences <laughs> and special classes on how to fight the wokeness, then run away Ugh. all day long. <laughs> <laughs> if they aren't fighting, they're already compromised under the surface. If they aren't fighting, how will your kids be trained for battle? That's right. So important. A couple last things here. First, this task really is hard. It really is easier to send your kids to the bus, you know, for free government education. You know, right. just get on the get on the yellow bus. Yeah. Um, but remember this: it isn't really free because it costs millions of dollars in our property taxes, and it really isn't free because it costs the souls of your children mm. and grandchildren, yeah. and so much more in generational unfaithfulness. How much Christian sp- uh, you know how much Christian spiritual and material wealth have we thrown away over the last five I decades? I don't, I don't even, even want to calculate that. I don't that. even want to calculate it. Nope. Because we refuse to pull our kids out of public schools and to make the sacrifices necessary to obey God. We can't afford any more of that, and it's That's hard work. Right. That's right. Discipling it takes a lot of hard work to disciple your kids yeah. 
through college. Hey, stay. In we're, your we're talking lane. about we're talking about through college. Am I? Am I? All, am I, am I all, all the way. Hey, all the way. Second, all right. Secondly, we need to keep our eyes on fixed on the goal. This is hard work. Mm. Like I was about to say. Mm. <laughs> It's also good work. That's right. We're raising arrows, yeah. missiles for the king. And when we do this by faith, clinging to God's promises, you can't forget that part. Sure. By faith, clinging to God's promises, we are making potent weapons in the kingdom. Dangerous kids. And God sees the sacrifice of moms and dads. And grandparents. And grandparents, yeah, yeah. Who do whatever it takes to make it happen. And he blesses those sacrifices. He blesses those sacrifices and makes our kids dangerous. We've said this before. Um, a lot of pastors, a lot of parents get distracted by the, or they, they take the easy road or they take the, what's, what's yeah. the least resistance what, what seems easier or what mm. seems easier or, and, and, and then they might even be distracted from raising their kids because dad's making a lot of money and he needs to work 12 hours a day or whatever. Oh. It's uh, the, the hard and far more glorious work is focusing on your children That's right. mm -hmm. through college right. what's and more discipling valuable? them. What's more valuable? What are you sacrificing? Yeah. Are you sacrificing right. your career or your kids? Right. Right. Worldview Shotgun Series Tablet 2, Chapter 13, right. Dangerous Kids. So if you're single, get married. If you're married, have kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until next week, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politics. Defy like, tyrants. I feel like I'm doing, I'm just yeah. like a <laughs> DJ over here. There's a lot going on. You're amazing DJ. When tyrants take over, what's the first thing they do? Disarm. It happened in Russia, China, Germany, and most recently, Afghanistan. Why? Because disarmed people are easier to control. And over the last century and a half, American tyrants have been carrying out a slow, methodical disarmament that no one is talking about. State education. Tyrants know that education is warfare. Our rulers have a vested interest in making you totally harmless. They've got big plans and they don't want you getting in the way. Think about it. Would you rather fight an army decked out with high-powered rifles or a bunch of dinky water pistols? They know that if you can think critically, you're a threat. At New St. Andrews College, we want to graduate men and women who are dangerous. Dangerous to the world. Dangerous to the principalities and powers. Dangerous to spiritual wickedness in high places. Education can either arm you or disarm you. It can make you a threat or make you a useful idiot. <laughs> so, where you get that education counts. Click the link to apply to New St. Andrews College today.